Now, back to the heavy hitters. This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Sound like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites. All of you. On the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM. You got a problem with what I'm saying, Larry? And InsideSTL.com. One pound for the house, baby. That's all we need, baby. One for the house. Oh, oh, come on. Welcome back to the program. Matt Berger and Clay Byersdorfer. We are live from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios. John Giamatti Rudolph behind the dials. In the blink of an eye, it's already April. The weather starts to get a little better. A new college basketball champion is crowned. The boys are back at Bush Stadium. Someone gets fitted for a new green blazer. And oh yeah, Uncle Sam comes knocking on your door, hat in hand, wanting his cut of what you made last year. If you're lucky enough to get a refund, you got to worry about what to do with the money. Put it in savings, plan a vacation. How about putting that money towards a new car from Belmont Automotive in Troy, Missouri? They have a wide variety of new and used cars, financing for everyone. Plus, with Ryan Kimner and his great sales staff, you and your refund are in great hands. April, they are looking at big rebates on Dodge Chargers for Missouri customers only, a total of $5,000 off, which is the most in the history of the Dodge Charger. They are also looking to move six 2016 Ram pickups. That's all they have left, and they are $12,000 off. That's Belmont Automotive, 175, Turnbell Trail in Troy, Missouri. Give them a call at 636-462-3600. That's BelmontCDJR.com. The Bellman phone lines are open at 855-282-8255 and the text line 855-282-8255. So the thing that we have been talking about a lot, as much as everybody else has been in St. Louis, either on the radio or just out and about, is the adventures of one Matt Adams in left field. It's like a children's book. Yeah, it, it kind of is. <laughs> more like a children's nightmare. And <laughs> in an effort to improve Matt Adams' defense, Mike Matheny has summoned Willie McGee, who was an instructor in spring training for the outfielders. Well, he's been called back to uh, to St. Louis to help uh, improve the fielding of one Matt Adams. This is according to Derek Gould and the uh, STLToday.com. When the Cardinals return to St. Louis, so will special assistant Willie McGee, Matheny said. The former MVP and outfielder will tutor Adams. Matheny said he sees that as part of the team's pledge to improve defensively while acknowledging that he's limiting the starts for an above-average fielder like Richick for added at-bats from Adams, a career first baseman in the pros. The bat plays, Matheny has said. Okay, <laughs> but the bat's not batting. Right, and the fielder's clearly not fielding because you're hiring, you know, I mean, not really hiring, you're utilizing a now senior citizen to teach a, a young man how to you know, play outfield. Well, I outfield. mean, look, Willie McGee... Not, not, not taking anything away from Willie McGee. Willie McGee, I think, can coach the outfield spot. Right. But as I said during uh, Team 590 at night, if you can't sing, it doesn't matter if Pavarotti is coming in to try to teach you how to sing. Right. If you can't sing a lick, you can't sing a lick. Right. It doesn't matter who the instructor is. Exactly. And I just don't understand why he is so hell-bent and determined to put Matt Adams in the outfield. Right. If Matt Adams was hitting the cover off the ball, and so was Randall Gritchick, and so was Steven Biscotti, and you just had to find some way to get all these bets in the lineup and be like, okay, yeah, you know what, there, that's a real quagmire that right. you have there. How are you going to get this problem solved? Uh-huh. Matt Adams is batting like 163. Right. Or why is Willie McGee not instructing, you know, 
Randall Gritchick or, you know, Jose, why, why is he not instructing more of our natural outfielders more? Like why, why is this such, why, why is this such a hell bent, you know, steamrolled activity? I, I just, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I mean, we've talked about it every day this week and it just continues to be just uh, an adventure experiment gone wrong. In 2013, Matt Adams played in 108 games. He batted 284. He had 17 home runs. He had 51 runs driven in. In 2014, he played in 142 games, had 15 home runs, 68 runs driven in, and batted 288. Okay, but that was three years ago. Right. Since then, his batting average has been 240 and 249. The home runs have gone from uh, 5 to 16 last year. The RBIs have gone from 24 to 54. And I understand that he's been that in 2014 he was in, or 2015 rather he was injured quite a bit and right. he missed a lot of games. Right. But so far he's been healthy going back to the end of last season and he as was healthy far as, as far as we know. And he was healthy in spring training and that's all you heard is that, right. he, that he was hitting the cover off the ball, hitting the cover off the ball. Well, so was Jose Martinez. I understand Jose Martinez doesn't have the two-year great track record that uh that Matt Adams has, but who cares about he's re- two three yeah. years ago? It was three What's years going on ago, right and he has <laughs> he's been bad since then. It's not like we're talking about Barry Bonds, right? Yeah, it, Matt Adams. You know, and we've talked about it multiple times. Matt Adams is best served on the bench, and, and let's let's go with guys that are playing well right now, and guys who have the ability to play outfield and have demonstrated set ability. With three games in the boogie down this weekend. Do you think that Matt Adams plays in left field at all, or do you think he DHs two games and Jose Martinez DHs a game, and Grichik and and Piscotty are playing the outfield all three? What do you think is going to happen? Um, we talked. What was this Monday or Tuesday? We talked about this. I I don't see a scenario where I mean, given what's happened this to this point this season, Matt Adams is going to see left field at some point, I, whether it be a start or some spot time, and let it's going to happen. We're all going to hate it. Um, he's going to be in the lineup. We're all going to hate it um, because Matheny refuses to not put him there. Um, you know, he, he's going to continue to do this experiment until Matt Adams runs through a wall and just, you know, does something catastrophic. I, I don't know why. He probably will get some DH time, you know, especially if you see some, you know, I, I haven't looked at the pitching matchups yet, you know, but, it, you know, the right-hander versus left-hander matchup, he'll, sure. he'll get some DH time there. Um, but, Randall Gritchick needs to be playing left field. Um, Jose Martinez needs more time, you know, out in the outfield and, you know, at first base even. Um, yeah, I, as far as if he makes any starts, Matt Adams, as Matt Adams is concerned, I don't know. But how how mad are you going to be? Furious. <laughs> Look at my face right yeah, now. Yeah, how, how mad are you going to be <laughs> if one of these games – it's Matt Adams playing left field and Randall Gritchick is the DH. How mad are you going to be? I mean, it, I – at this point, it's just like it, it's that annoying just track that plays over and over again. Um, the term Mathena, Mathenia Jing, I don't know however you say it. Just, you know, we're used to it by this by this time now. And Mathenia's dig, digging his own grave with, with these lineups and these, you know, these defensive, you know, positioning. Um, if he wants to continue to play Matt Adams out there and, you know, the, the defensive miscues, you know, just want to stack upon themselves. That's fine, but Matheny's going to be out of a job, and it's it's going to be solely on him. He's a stubborn guy. He is. Why was he stubborn? 
I mean, he is. It was like the same thing last year with with Matt Holiday playing first base. Not to this extent, I don't think. Right. But I mean, last year, I think what, the situation with Holiday was different, though. I mean, you have an aging outfielder. Like, granted, like it wasn't the like craziest move to put an aging outfielder at first base to maybe save his legs like that one. Yeah, but I think it's harder to play first base than it is left field. In terms of the legs and the running, like yeah, there, there's absolutely it is because I mean you got to crouch it and in the outfield. If you're in the left field, I mean yeah, you're on the, you're on the balls of your feet and you're and you're making you kind of like kind of motioning or walking towards home plate as the pitch is going because you want to be ready to read the ball. But it's different. Like if you're in the infield where you got to crouch down, if it's a bunt, you got to charge. You got to know where to be for the cutoff. You got to know where you're going on a bunt. First base is so much more difficult than left field. Left field, all you really got to know is positioning for the hitters and uh, you know where's the cutoff man going to be. That's about it. And then they'll tell you where to go depending on the situation of what's on the field. If you're throwing to second, if you're throwing to third, if you're throwing home. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but to that point, Matt Adams, I think, or excuse me, uh, Matt Holiday. I think had the ability to both play outfield and showed some ability at least to play first. But it wasn't fantastic by any means. Um, and I think the thought was, hey, let's try to get him some rest while we play him at first. But this experiment, it, it, bottom line, this experiment with Matt Adams in left field needs to end, and it needs to end quickly. I don't care if you bring in 100 veteran, you know, former player coaches. The guy does not have outfield ability. He shouldn't be out there. Let's get the guys who are actually hitting and know how to field out there. If Matheny rails against the notion that he doesn't have his favorites and he doesn't have his guys, he can't be doing that I mean, now. he's displaying it in full force full right force. now. I mean, if he's bringing in guys who are coaching in Florida and he's flying them up to St. Louis to coach, um, and, and you're going to tell me that he doesn't have his guys and then just the other guys on the team, um, you're full of it. <laughs> Coming in on the text line from Frank's Toupee, would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or worst player on a good team? I mean, it's a pretty good question. I, in all honesty, I'd rather have, you know, I'm more of a team guy because I was always a terrible athlete growing up. So, um, and, and I was on some really good teams. So I like to see other guys do well. And, you know, obviously, if I get a couple World Series rings from a professional sport, you know, perspective. I, uh, I think it's an easy. I think it's an easy. I think it's an easy answer. Worst player on a good team. Yeah. There's no question. If you're winning titles and you're, you know, you're getting TV spots and all Absolutely. that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're the best player on a really awful team, that has got to be extraordinarily frustrating. Oh yeah. And angry. And then there's only so many times you can bite your tongue. Right. And then you just, you know, the pressure alone on that from the fan base, you know, from ownership. I mean, from you know managing. It just, it's got, it's got to build up you know, over time. And it's got to, and then it makes you hate the game. <laughs> Big time. Uh, Beef Momo texting in a rather disgusting picture that I will not talk about. Uh, thank you, Beef Momo, for the... Uh, for, the, na- the name says it all, thank Beef you, Momo. Thank you, Beef Momo, for the uh, gay pornography. I thoroughly enjoyed that on a Thursday evening Fantastic. At, uh, at 8.35. Um, I saw this story in the Wall Street Journal today talking about what pitchers are doing, and you're seeing Steven Strasburg doing this, and you are also uh, seeing Hugh Darvish do this as well, which is go away from the lineup and pitching from the stretch. And they're saying that they're doing that because they think that there's a less chance of injury if they are pitching from the stretch instead of the lineup and all of this quote-unquote wasted motion. What do you make of that? Do you like that idea? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, uh, a good buddy of mine who's uh, a coach at uh, McKendree uh, University over in Lebanon, Illinois, go Bearcats, um, is a big proponent uh, of this um, and has talked to me about this, uh, you know, for, for a couple of years now. And um, it, it makes a lot of sense in terms of wasted energy, wasted motion, um, and how much the, the full windup just takes away from your overall delivery um, and how much you don't really gain velocity on your fastball. You, you and- don't, but if you're a pitcher who doesn't exactly have electrifying stuff, the windup can help you disguise the ball. It to a point, to a point, yeah. But um, it and and you make you know, it, like I said, that's a valid point. Um, but in today's game, you can find other ways to be effective without having to hide the baseball behind your body, and that be the only way you get outs in a game. If you ha- if that's your only way of getting outs as a pitcher, is the fact that you have to hide the ball behind your body to get outs. You know what does that say about you as a pitcher? Sure. Uh, I, it seems like it's like it's mostly power pitchers that are doing it too, right? Like Strasburg, like right. Darvish. Those, those guys I've throw ninety five plus. Yeah, I've heard Noah Syndergaard as, as and New that York guy is throws a hundred miles. Yeah, an yeah, hour. yeah. He might as well just flick the ball. Right, he just, doesn't even need to wind up. Right. Just flick it off your finger. No, those guys. And and really, the point of it is, is the wasted energy. All that wasted energy is now you know helping them go deeper into games. So you know, from a team standpoint, it allows them to go you know instead of six seven innings, it allows them to go you know eight nine innings. It puts less you know tax on your bullpen. Um, you know, it saves them. You know, you know, it allows them to get extra rest, and you know, it's better overall. You know, for the pitcher in the long run. Let's take a commercial break. Coming up on the other side, final segment of the night, final segment of the week, final segment forever, maybe, we don't know. You're listening to the Heavy Hitters, and we are live from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios right here on the all-new 590 The Fan, 1057 HD2 FM, and InsideSDL.com. Inside SDL.com. 